Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about UFO destroyers. That's correct, UFO destroyers. Now, the word is out that the Navy, in particular, maybe the entire Defense Department of the United States, has something that's being called a UFO destroyer missile. And apparently, this thing's been specially designed just to take down UFOs. And this could explain some things. For instance, there's been some uh, talk lately about the fact that that, that UFO that was shot down uh, over Alaska back in February and the one in uh, over Lake Huron and uh, in the Yukon, we're not seeing any of the video for that. And we're going to get into that in a minute. There's been more questions arise about just what happened up there specifically uh, in northern Alaska along the Arctic Sea, out over the Arctic Sea, actually. Uh, was that a UFO that was shot down? And where's the cockpit video of whatever it was that shot that was shot down? Now, before I get into this first article, I just want to say thank you to everybody that supports our program, especially there on the uh, Buy Me a Coffee website and uh, also at, on the Spotify site. We really appreciate that. If you're listening to uh, the program, go ahead and uh, take the time to uh, follow, like, subscribe, whatever. And if you want to, you can go to Twitter at warningsubufo.com and follow over there. And just quickly, I would mention, out of all the dozens and dozens of comments I get, you know, most of them are all really positive and very supportive, and I appreciate that. But there's been a couple people say that when they listen to the podcast, it sounds like they're hearing popping sounds or crackling sounds. Um, most people say it sounds pretty good. So if you're having problems uh, with the audio, you might try. Uh, let me know if you're. Let me know if you're having problems on Spotify or some other uh, platform. I'd really like to know which platform. If it's the same platform, because the fact is, uh, I've got a Tula mic that I use, which is not the high high end mic, but it's a two hundred and fifty dollar mic. And most people say it sounds pretty decent. I also do the editing on these through Spotify. They've got a pretty decent program to to uh, edit your podcast on, and I try to always cut out any of. Uh, the the popping sounds or if you know once in a while if if you get a little too close to the mic it'll make a crackle or pop I try to get rid of those but if that's an ongoing constant thing let me know and let me know uh, what platform you seem to be having uh, the most issues with and we'll try to see if this is just an isolated case or if this is something that most people are having because we want the sound quality to be good now this first article here comes to us from Howls and Wise. And the title says, Journalist said 2023 Alaska object was anomalous. It looked like a giant tic tac. Now, this article was written by Vicki Verma, posted, uh, it looks like 823 So they've got the date here, European style. So August 27th, 2023, 3.07 a.m., their time. The series of events involving the U.S. military shooting down multiple unidentified aerial phenomena in February 2023 has been staggering, particularly concerning the incident with an object detected over Alaska. When this object was intercepted above Alaska, the administration of the U.S. president promptly ordered its takedown without hesitation. Yeah, I, you know, I'm not sure about all that, and I'm not sure where they're getting uh, their information from, because I, as I understand, this thing was tracked for a while before anything was done. Which you would want them not to just take down a UFO without hesitation. I mean, what if this thing would happen to have a hydrogen bomb on board? I mean, that doesn't seem like a very intelligent thing to do, to just shoot this thing down without 
trying to ascertain what it is first. So on February 10th, it says 2023, a US F-22 fighter jet successfully brought down the object, which was flying at an altitude of approximately 40,000 feet over Alaska. We don't know who owns this object, said the White House spokesperson, John Kirby, adding that it was unclear where its flight originated. The objects fell inside the United States territorial waters. Mr. Kirby explained that those waters were frozen, but still within American territory, implying that the recovery of the debris would be much easier. Now, just to give you an idea where this thing's at here in the very northern uh, uh, edge of Alaska, I've posted or I've this I've posted a link rather to the video. There was a fellow up there that posted. He was making posts on this recovery effort from what he could see. He was an oil worker up there in Alaska. And he's got lots of uh, video and pictures of uh, military aircraft flying overhead, this oil uh, drilling area where he's at, toward what we can assume was the uh, shoot-down area of this UFO. Uh, Black Hawk helicopters, uh, these great big, he said they're not actually cargo planes, but they look like cargo planes. So something was definitely going on there out on the ice, and apparently it was about five or six miles out to sea. Now, it says U.S. Brigadier General Patrick Ryder, the Pentagon's chief spokesperson, indicated that it was the size of a small car. According to him, the pilots who had been observing the object before it was shot down confirmed that there was no human presence on board. Now, how in the world would they know that? If this thing is, unless there's windows in this thing where they can see inside of it, and even then, how would they know? So that to me, that's, that's a really suspect claim to make. It goes on, it says, he further remarked that it lacked the ability to change direction and did not resemble any conventional aircraft. It wasn't an aircraft per se, writer informed the media. That's pretty much the exact opposite of what we've been told previously. So you can see here, in my opinion, they're uh, developing this parallel narrative pretty quickly after they shot this uh, thing down or whatever happened with this thing. Interestingly, the pilots involved in the sighting gave inconsistent reports some stated that the object interfered with their plane's sensors, while others did not experience this. Some also claimed they could not discern any recognizable source of propulsion on the object and were unable to explain how it was able to remain afloat while cruising at an altitude of 40,000 feet. Well, and, you know, it doesn't give us any detail. If one said there's no visible means of propulsion, and the other said, oh, well, there is. Well, then explain what that visible means of propulsion is, please. So you can see the parallel narrative. You can see that the correct eyewitness counts being, you know, pretty much uh, covered up and put down right off the bat. The article goes on. It says on August 12, 2023, investigative journalist Ross Coulter shared his thoughts at the Victorian State Library as part of an event called Close Encounters Australia. He talked for around two hours, including an hour-long Q&A session where he told the audience some interesting things he had learned about the Alaska shootdowns. Now, Coulter wanted to be clear about something. He was not completely sure about the things he talked about. He thinks they are true, but he was not completely confident. He said, I'm happy to be proved wrong, but it would be very, very interesting to see an explanation from the White House. What he found interesting is that some of the people he talked to who knew about defense and secrets said that something weird had happened in Alaska. Then it says, 
Listen to this carefully. Ross Coulter says he has been told that the object intercepted in Alaska in February 2003 was anomalous. Something was seen to fall off the object when hit by the missile. But the anomalous object kept on going. And then there's a link to the Twitter there. It says, can you update us on the sphere and the U.S. shootdowns from February? This question was asked by someone in the audience, to which Coulter replied, on the balloons, we're talking here about the balloons here in February, the February shootdowns. Now, to give you some official response to this, I think a very senior defense official was just recently quoted in the newspapers saying there's nothing alien or extraterrestrial about these shootdowns about the objects that were shot down. Well, that's a typical parallel narrative where they just ignore the truth. He continued, I thought that was a very interesting comment because the information I have is that two of the objects were indeed prosaic. They were just mundane objects, probably weather balloons. But there is an abundance now of sources, including a guy who... Hey, literally, he literally lives at the end of the world in Alaska where this object was encountered by an F-22 jet. Now, I wonder if this guy he's talking about is not this fellow who made the post on YouTube. And I, as I understand it, those posts are now gone. But you see this 10-minute video. He's talking about the UFO being shot down. And you're seeing uh, multiple uh, military aircraft flying to and from the site where uh, we believe this thing was shot down at. And Coltart talked about one of the things that got shot down in Alaska. He said it was not like the other two things. It was different or anomalous. He mentioned he could be wrong, but this is what he had heard. According to what he learned, the Alaska object looked like a big tic-tac. When the F-22 hit the object with missiles, something fell off, but it kept going despite being hit. Now, that's interesting. Kept going after it was hit. Maybe what they're looking for there is the parts that fell off of this thing. And this would explain why we haven't seen any videos. Maybe they've gone from using these Sidewinder missiles that they talk so much about to using this new UFO destroyer missile that we're going to look at here in a minute. If UFOs aren't real and the military doesn't believe in UFOs, why would they specifically have created a UFO destroyer missile? That's the question. There was definitely a missile fired at an object which was described as looking a little bit like a giant tic-tac, funnily enough. That something was seen to fall off that object. That, even though it was hit with an AIM missile, which is a top-of-the-line air-to-defense missile, that object kept on going. And uh, I put this to different people in defense and intelligence, and I've been told, yes, the Alaska object was anomalous, and um, anytime I try to get a response from anybody on an official basis, they run 100 miles an hour, Coltart said. Yeah, don't forget, those missiles cost, I don't know, somewhere between uh, half a million and $650,000, I think, by the time you got all the costs uh, figured up on them things. Half a million dollars minimum. So that's a lot of money to, to not be able to bring down a weather balloon. He spoke to other individuals who were knowledgeable about military matters and secrets. They confirmed that the Alaska incident was strange indeed. He wanted to learn more from those in charge of defense, but they were unwilling to discuss it. When he asked them, they declined to provide an answer. Coltart explained, quote, but you might notice that nobody has given a report back to the American public or the world about what it was that the U.S., for the first time in the history of NORAD, they shot down something over North America. That's an historic event. 
and yet we haven't been told, neither has America, the full story of what those shootdowns involved. It's got a good point. First time in the history of NORAD, they shot something down over our own country, but they won't show us the cockpit video of this thing being shot down. I mean, couldn't they just blow it up a little bit if they had to? Come on. Some people find Coulthard's statement convincing because if the Alaska object was indeed anomalous, that would explain why the Department of Defense responded to a Freedom of Information Act request for information about the object by referring the request to Advanced Aerial Research Organization, AARO. So it's like those Chinese boxes or Russian boxes, whatever you call them. You know, you have the little boxes, one nestled into another. It's compartmentalized. And this is what they do with UFO data. They compartmentalize it. First, they'll normally try to conceal it within multiple departments inside the Department of Defense. And then if they really want to hide it, they'll outsource it to some private space corporation. You know, and you can kind of tell which ones play ball, don't you? I mean, you got to wonder, maybe, maybe Elon Musk, for all his faults, he still seems to be on the outside. I saw he just got sued, SpaceX did last week, for the government saying that they're not hiring enough out-of-country people to work on this uh, top-secret rocket stuff. I don't know. I kind of thought you had to be a U.S. citizen to get that top-secret clearance, but it doesn't seem to matter if you're not playing their game. They're going to find a way to inflict uh, lawfare on you. Below is a response from the Department of Defense about a FOIA request submitted on February 11, 2023, asking for several data pres presumably collected during the Alaska object shot down on February 10, 2023. Yeah, people have been asking for these cockpit videos. And this one here is specifically asking one about the, Alaska, about the one that was shot in Alaska. And what kind of response do they get? Well, the DOD says this responds to your Freedom of Information Act FOIA request requesting all available visual data, photographs, and visual and infrared spectrum, films and visible and infrared spectrum, drawing and all related visual information and tracking data, radar, sonar data, timer data, data that were presumably gathered about the object that was shot down at 1.45 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on February 10th, 2022 over Alaska. <laughs> over Alaska. You know, Alaska is a big state. We are providing a no records response and subject to your request. In other words, go pound sand. After a lengthy and exhaustive search through multiple offices on Elmdorf Air Force Base, it has been determined that this request should be sent to the All Domain Anomaly Research Office, which falls under the Defense Intelligence Agency. If, oh, excuse me, you can send a request to their office through the contact below. It is intriguing, the author says, to mention that there seem to be no records at Elmendorf Air Force Base, Alaska, about this case. This is puzzling because the base should have been involved in the mission to recover whatever was related to this case. Well, sure. One of two things. Either they're just, they're just blowing smoke up your backside, or the men at black have come in and handled this thing. You know, I'm sure they've got a process by which they do that. Even more fascinating, the request for information under the federal, under the Freedom of Information Act is being sent to the All Domain Anomaly Resolution Office. Yeah, so they can dump it right into the circular file, which is a part of the Defense Intelligence Agency. This is happening even though officials describe the object in question as likely mundane. Likely mundane. Yes, how would you have reached that conclusion? So that's kind of a refresher on what happened there February 10th 
just about a year and a half ago. And you know, we have to wonder what's going on. Why won't they give us this video? And like I said, part of it could be because they're using this new weapon on these things, or they've developed a new weapon in response to these, this UFO destroyer missile. Something definitely, I think, is seen as a threat there by people in power. And I noticed uh, before I get to this missile, this press release that came out at uh, just this year. Uh, excuse, I misspoke. I said the shot, the shootdown happened on in 2022. It was 2023. This here article is from the office of Mike Dunleavy, and he's a governor of Alaska. Governor Dunleavy issued a statement on unidentified objects shot down over Alaska, February 10th, 2023. So he was on it. Alaska Governor Mike Dunleavy issues the following statement today regarding the unidentified object shot down this morning over Alaskan waters. Today's announcement by the Pentagon that an unidentified object was shot down by an F-22 from Joint Base Elmendorf-Richardson over Alaska's coastline raises serious national security concerns that should concern every American. I want to thank our Alaska-based military for eliminating the potential threat before it was flying over our land. Does that sound like a weather balloon to you? Does that sound like a hobby balloon to you? And also, they mentioned this Elmdorf, uh, Joint Base Elmdorf. These are the guys that said, oh, we looked all over the place and we couldn't find a thing about this crash. Yeah, you better get a hold of Aero and they can tell you that they've never seen a UFO. This latest intrusion into our airspace raises serious questions about the White House's decision to not shoot down a Chinese spy balloon last week when it was above the Aleutian chain and prevent it from flying over important military sites in the lower 48. Unlike other states, Alaska is truly on the frontier lines because of our close proximity to the neighbors. To our neighbors, there is very little margin for error. Russian territory is only a few miles away. We are the one state closest to the Korean Peninsula and China. Alaska is truly on the front lines. Well, he's got a point. And man, if you've ever been in an airplane flying over, I mean, at high altitude over Alaska, it's amazing. Just the amount of desolate, is what I would call it, a mountainous landscape. Not a tree, not a blade of grass, just miles and miles and miles of gray mountains with white snow caps. So there's all kinds of uh, places up there, but you could hide something like this. The article goes on and says, the governor says, um, as such decisions need to be made quickly to preserve the territorial integrity of Alaska and the United States, this incident is further evidence that the military, by the military capability of Alaska is robust an important decision should ensue about improving those capabilities, including icebreakers, Army, Air Force, and Navy capabilities. Looks like a little bit of a play for more money there. In the last few days, if the last few days are any indication, this may be the new norm and we must be prepared. The Alaska National Guard is working closely with U.S. NORTHCOM and other agencies to provide any support as requested. Yeah, you know, the and he finishes up, the problem with, with treating these things all of these UFOs, like there's some sort of incoming uh, bomb, is that you don't know what you're shooting at. And I'm a little hesitant to get the entire uh, Air Force scrambled up there, just spending all day shooting these things down. Now, I would encourage you to watch this video. Uh, the, the link I got was from reddit.com. Somebody had reposted it there. Uh, really something. It gives you an idea of what this landscape looks like. I mean, just... As far as the eye can see, just snow. And, you know, I think mountains off in the distance. And then the sea 
off to the north. And he talks about it being like five or six miles away to the sea. And then I think it might have been a mile or or better, maybe five miles out on the sea ice. It's February, so of course the sea ice is actually frozen. And that's where we don't know if it was the actual UFO itself or parts of that UFO and tumbled to the to that snow-packed ice. And that's where these guys would have landed these these big uh, recovery planes on to try to find now, the scary thing is, is they shot this thing, what well, they describe this as a tic-tac UFO, and from what I'm seeing in that article we just read is that this thing was fired on, but that it didn't actually destroy the UFO as we were led to believe, that the UFO itself escaped, but that some part of this machine had fallen off as this tic-tac-shaped UFO itself uh, fled the area, or maybe fled into another dimension, or just w whatever they do, I don't know. Scary stuff. So I'll finish up here with this idea of this uh, UFO destroyer missile, because that's what we're asking. Has the U.S. now become so concerned about these UFOs and the fact that they were unable to shoot this one down and fully uh, dispatch it in Alaska that they've gone to the trouble of creating a spatial UFO destroyer missile? Now, this article comes to us from HITC.com. It says, unconfirmed videos showing UFO destroyer missile launched by U.S. military are thrilling. And it's written by Adisha Campbell, dated August 24, 2023, from the U.K. She says, UFOs have become a hot topic over the past few months. And now, unconfirmed videos showing the U.S. military using a UFO destroyer missile to blast an unidentified object in the sky are making rounds on social media. Oh my goodness. If that's the case, that means that we have yet another UFO shot down by these guys. Ever since the UFO whistleblower David Grush's explosive claims about the extraterrestrial beings and technology being present on Earth, the topic of UFOs and aliens has, genera has generated worldwide interest. He claimed that the U.S. authorities allegedly possessed non-human biologics also, that secret UFO programs were in place. Now, every other day, claims of UFO spottings around the world pop up. In the midst of it all, a few videos on TikTok show what has been claimed as the military using a UFO destroyer to stop unidentified foreign objects from entering Earth. Now, this is interesting on a couple of levels, actually. This is TikTok. Remember, Chinese-owned company. And so it might be a little difficult for um, our own deep state to get access to the source code of this program. And maybe that's why this stuff is coming up there first. Or it could be some kind of a PSYOP from the Tricoms. So this is the sort of thing that we'll have to proceed with caution on. It goes on, it says, unconfirmed videos, U.S. military's UFO destroyer missile surface. In the past few days, a few TikTokers have shared videos that have caused others to wonder if the U.S. military has ever used a UFO destroyer. The videos in question show a missile being launched from the ground toward three floating objects in the sky. After they reach a certain altitude and get closer to the bright object in the middle, the object itself moves forward and crashes with the missile. Now, why would it move forward and crash with the missile? Another video seemingly shows a different angle of missiles being launched at a giant UFO. Even though some of the videos on TikTok claim that these missiles were launched by the U.S. military, there is no confirmation about the same. 
The visuals may well be CGI. The clips have also left viewers divided with some convinced it's real, while others don't believe them at all. At the time of writing, no official reports about a missile launched to destroy UFOs have been released by the military. Now, then it goes on, talks a little bit about some of the UFOs. Just before I finish this article up, and you have to, that's the problem with this TikTok is people aren't, if they aren't attaching to their names to the stuff and giving us an idea where this stuff was, was actually recorded at, we end up with a situation that was no better than the original TikTok videos where people were allowed to post them on their websites with their, you know, their own company watercolors branded to them. And then a year later, two years later, the government comes out and says, oh yeah, that's all real. It could be such a thing that some insider has done this, has released these things, and this is a way for them either to get information out that they're afraid to talk about, or it could possibly be a limited hangout. But it would make sense if the U.S. government had created a UFO destroyer, if for no other reason than to protect their own uh, their their own interest. Now it goes on here, it says U.S. government shot down four unidentified objects in 2023. Yeah, just like we said, by February 2023, the U.S. government had shot down four unidentified objects spotted over the North American skies. One of the first objects to be shot down in 2023 was the alleged Chinese spy balloon. I'm pretty sure that wasn't just the alleged because the Chinese got really upset about it. Another one was shot down near Alaska just a few days later not a balloon that we can see look more like a tic-tac ufo and like we said it may not have been the entire ufo that was shot down but just parts of that ufo a third unidentified object came down near canada and that's up in the yukon so that would be on the eastern edge of alaska the authorities described the object as being cylindrical sounds like another tic-tac to me another balloon spotted over montana was also eliminated uh i think they're getting their stories mixed up uh, they're, they're, I know, I see what they're doing. They're forgetting the one that was uh, shot down over Huron. Okay. And there was been a lot of argument at first that was described as a UFO. And then you had all the talk about a hobby balloon. I don't believe for one minute that it was a balloon. Three UFOs spotted over Nevada. It says in the past week, footage of alleged UFOs in Nevada began spreading on TikTok. The viral video shows three flying saucers supposedly flying over the desert. The UFOs fit the description of a flying saucer. The disc-like object can be seen slowly flying in the sky as jet planes chase them. Like every video about UFOs, that one too has divided opinion on social media. While the TikTok videos are fun to watch, the problem is a lot of times it's just something someone throws up online or maybe it gets, uh, gets shared or posted somewhere else. And we oftentimes do not have a good uh, record of chain of custody. It looks as though the, the, the United States uh, Defense Department or whoever could very well have um, employed a UFO destroyer missile. And that would explain, uh, that would make sense considering the fact that it appears as though that UFO that we were told was shot down in Alaska, the UFO itself actually was not shot down from the sounds of it. Actually, what happened is the UFO might have been damaged part of that UFO might have just been what fell to the ground. What we do know is that the government is refusing to share any of the video from that event. They're uh, refusing to share any of the reports around that event. So we're being kept completely in the dark about it. We've been given multiple different stories by government sources. So 
who should we believe? The, the uh, first story that came out that, yes, a pilot saw this and this was a tic-tac-shaped UFO, or the later stories that come out that say, well, this may or may not have been a weather balloon. Either way you look at it, it's clear to me that the government realizes that they are no match for these UFOs and they're doing the only thing that they know how to do and that is to create a bigger missile to attack the problem. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.